So we're gonna get into a fan fest of uh, part one showcase. So further ado, like and subscribe, and let's get it on. Even though this is part one, just put part one. There you go. Whew. You've been expressing anger in the therapy. Everything Mother does is love. If I have to show discipline, that's just a firmer kind of love. You've shown real enthusiasm. We've decided to give you a long leash. You think you got a leash on me? Might be you built this loose, Gatto, but I'm the one who made it a home. Why you ain't nothing but the town boy in my whore house? The fuck you think I am? Some kind of puppet? You pull my string? You're literally a puppet. Don't! Don't you upset daddy. Oh, she was gutting that man. Cut down. Well, what do you think? Experience has taught me one truth about the human limits of terror and pain. Which is? There are none. Wait a minute, it's not out? I would be petrified to play that game. Hey, it's okay. You can come out now. I promise. That was a terrifying look at the Outlast Trials, and if it scared you, well, I've got bad news. That's just kicking off a big, huge block of horror games right here on IGN FanFest. I'm Max Scoblin. For the next little while, I will be your guide, your medium, your exorcist, and the person to call if there's something strange in the neighborhood, like maybe backyard clowns. Did you know that in a 2022 study of nearly a thousand adults, a little over 53% of them said that clowns caused them some level of discomfort? Think about it. And that was just regular clowns. You know what's even scarier? Clowns go around killing people. And you know what's even scarier than that? Well, here's an informative video on the subject that may cause mild discomfort for around half of you. Take a look. Half? Half? Wesker Newton, your truth bombardier here. We got us a kind of a clown invasion. I thought only happened in Nevada deserts. The things a clown can do to a person's body, folks. It's depraved. It's disgusting. And often mighty creative. Killer clown, that's wild. They got big shoes for a reason, folks! Don't 
make a ruckus. Those bat ear bastards can hear you coming a mile away. <laughs> Teamwork is life, amigos. And you have to stay alive to win. Hell yeah! <laughs> wow. Why are they walking like that? You want to kill those clowns? Make like a Beverly Hills surgeon and give those real clown vibes a new job. Just killing clowns, okay. Wow. That that's wild. But uh think I'm gonna get that. Nah. <laughs> I'm petrified. Came quickly. The rot and fear bloomed. Pestilence claimed the land, the crops, the animals. Our thriving community. Only thriving. Death came. And so we ran, seeking refuge in the forsaken lands of Luna Nova. I have protected our village from the creatures that would devour us. But my time as the warden must end. You have been chosen. I don't want to be chosen, huh? Not bad. The hunt. Space and horror stories, a harvest hunt right here on the FanFest 2024 Halloween in February Horror Spooktacular. We're still kind of workshopping that title. Probably should have figured out what we're calling it before we started recording. Anyway, coming up next, there will be blood. Not like the Paul Thomas Anderson movie. The name of the game is actually blood. It's got a hashtag in there. I'm not sure if the hashtag is silent. Anyway, I think the trailer will probably explain it better. Drink it up. This trailer is about inexplicable enigmas found in hashtag. Oh, blood. What you are about to watch is not a cartoon, but a hand-drawn video game. Tonight, we bring you the captivating story of the town of Carpentersville, a seemingly placid place plagued by a series of inexplicable events and loved ones gone missing. But for newcomers Becky Brewster and her father David, the town offers a fresh start at a new school and a job at the headquarters of tech giant, Birch. As the Brewsters settle into their new lives, the ordinary collides with the paranormal, and Becky is thrust into an underworld of darkness, awakening a primeval menace, and the color she was born for. Vampire hunting. It's a tale that unfolds on phones, in dungeons, at the mall, a taqueria, and the business end of a hockey stick named Brenda. An ancient corruption is seeping through the very foundations of society. Dark influences permeating the internet. I feel like by her part one is friends and the, the best. The high school janitor? Really? Becky brings the fight to evil. But who's behind it all? Can Becky stop them? 
Will she solve the riddles hidden within that strange cookbook? What is the Mega Multiverse? And who's Mega this bus anyway? It's a race multiverse. against time and technology with the fate of Carpentersville hanging in the balance. If you or anyone you know believes they can aid Becky in her quest to save Carpentersville, Not me. we invite you to please wishlist now. Looks pretty cool though. At least they got PS4 in there. What the fuck? Got niggas being booty ass naked. What the? No, no. standing there like uh, like look at blood and hello no. is a slumlord and a witch i love it when video games have titles that sound like metal bands or mean rumors that people wrote on the walls of junior high school bathrooms i don't know what kind of middle schoolers are calling each other slumlords maybe they just heard it somewhere and they just thought it sounded like a good insult it is a good insult even if you don't uh you know rent property up next in the ign fan fest 2024 haunted schnapps tasting tour of the damned two games that delve into some of the most horrifying places a human being can go Scottish offshore oil rig in the 1970s and the dark web of the pre-Y2K internet. It's dial-up. See if you can guess which of these games is which. Okay, okay. I'm for it, I'm for it. Can you click it? What? No. I'm getting out. Bump that. Like, I would have been more satisfied if it was all in October, but it's like, uh, it's fine. Stream. 
interesting. When I got pitched the, the story of like, you're going to be on an oil rig in the 1970s with no opportunity to kind of like contact the mainline or all that, I was like, I want to play it, but if I can participate to create it, that's even better. My background is level design. And the reason why Historic uh, Geek excited me so much was because it's essentially one big game level. So the way we started making the POD is literally blocking things out in the editor and seeing how big things turned out to be. And we started quickly to find out that we needed quite a large rig for our game to make it work as a I'm still here. I wanted to basically just gave me the controller and said, okay, play, play the game and like see what you feel. One innovation that we made was a piece of feedback from the creator, John McCormack where he encouraged us to put in lighting into our levels, into our blockout levels, that was similar to what we intended in the final game. This is because when you're in the park, you, you see the environment differently, you pick out different things, you pick out uh, the contrast between depths rather than forms of the environment. It's really important to play the game, even at a blockout stage, in the same way that the player will experience it. Thankfully, there are some huge structures in the sea that we could take inspiration from. So we were looking at even um, archives of blueprints of oil rigs and things. We're looking at how they constructed the types of oil rigs, like semi-submersibles and tension leg platforms okay. and things like that. Another thing we tried to play a lot on the design side was to uh, have more distraction happening the more you go through scenes uh, in the game. And that means that some area that you already have seen is now blocked, but some other areas that you could have uh, gone through uh, in the uh, early scenes are now open. As the game progresses, we really want the player to experience a transformation in the play space so they could return to areas that they'd previously been in. They could see that what was previously a very human place, like a canteen or a, um, a crew lounge, well, when you return to it, have elements of horror, elements of change. When you do have an environment that is used multiple times and multiple time periods, it becomes very, very difficult to make modifications to that environment because you then have to change the level in three different states. So something even as simple as, as moving a piece of furniture would take multiple iterations and a lot of work to get right. For example, we've got uh, several scenes where you go down the legs of the rig into the pontoons under the waves. And we thought that was an incredible thing to be in these kind of submarine structures that okay. the waves beating above. Uh, and you're very alone down there. That pulls into so many horror signifies. There's like a, a sense of like, I don't know, everything feels big and you feel so small and like you could slip up and fall like at any minute. There's like a lot of different fear that we were able to use, like for example the claustrophobia. We like, for example, at one point we are like stuck into a pipe maze with something that is going around you and kind of like chasing you. That idea of all these different horror things, of isolation, of um, submechanophobia and thalassophobia and things like that. We really wanted you to feel like you were Kazmateri in the little sea. What, what I like about Kaz is that he feels like a real character. He's like a middle-aged man in his 40s. He's not that athletic anymore. He's um, swearing a lot, but at the same time it makes sense because everything around him is crazy and it, it always feels weird to me when in games the, the characters don't react or don't have a voice, kind of like breaks the immersion for me. Whereas Kaz, like, all his reactions feel real and feel like what I would do in, in, in his situation. 
it's exceptionally hard to make a horror game because you, you're so into it all the time. You're so aware of the clockwork. Not as much as that other game. I'll you sometimes I'll forget. Last outcast. Outlast. And so, the experiences that we all had blasé about, we would send those off to internal, external playtesters. And in some cases, they'd, they'd be recording themselves on a webcam. There was one moment we, we got one of these playthrough back, and they just stopped playing. Put their heads in their hands and just had to take a few minutes because they were so freaked out. Which was a wonderful moment. That's where you know I'm getting horror right when I see people talking about uh, their wishes for a game with a brave narrative uh, that, it, that believes in itself. I want them to feel like this is that game, something that is a, an experience that they will never forget. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm not gonna get asked. Welcome back to Return of the Living IGN Fan Fest, House of a Thousand Horror Games. Legally, I don't think we can call it House of a Thousand Horror Games because it's not actually a house, and there aren't actually that many horror games inside of it. Now, our final trailer is gonna give us a look at Outbreak Island, which is relatively scary, but an island really isn't the worst place for an outbreak. Kind of a natural quarantine zone. I feel like Outbreak Kissing Festival or Outbreak All You Can Eat Buffet are both much worse, grosser problems. Maybe they're gonna do a whole trilogy. Anyway, here is some disgusting exposure to Outbreak Island, and on that note, I'm gonna go eat as much lunch as I can and then head on down to the Kissing Festival. I'll see you all next time. Have a good one. Huh. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> I just... Also, who's gonna go watch um, Avatar The Last Airbender tomorrow when it drops? Because. Yeah, boy. Got to. I get it. good guys uh your boy toned away here to say i just got some intel you know from a few various of sources and um we're gonna watch this nintendo nintendo direct 20 minutes long then we're gonna probably do another episode of another video of ign fan fest of games so that said please like and subscribe and uh think that'll be all for today this is gonna be a reaction video but hey hey let's see
also six days from now is uh, Pokemon Day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. In this presentation, we'll be focusing on Nintendo Switch games launching in the first half of 2024 from our publishing and development partners. Doubt, okay, let's get in. I doubt I'm gonna buy any games on here. There's some headlines. Strive to survive. Get ready to nah, nah. embark on an enormous adventure of pint-sized proportions. After being shrunken down at the hands of an evil... If I wanted to see this, just give me the movie. Honey, I shrunk my kids. I shrunk the kids. Corporation, you must explore a vast, immersive... ...world right in your own backyard. Assemble your crew and work together in online cross-platform co-op with up to three friends or take on the adventure solo. Gather resources to build your base and craft weapons, armor, and tools to improve your chances of survival. Use the tools you craft to forage plant life, but watch out, you aren't alone out there. Work your way through the campaign to uncover the mysteries of the- Can you imagine not just being a kid and then you get shrunk and then your whole day, maybe two, maybe not more, like, it's just wild that backyard or build share and play your own creations in playgrounds mode do you have what it takes to make it big in this minuscule world this and fend off its creepy crawly inhabitants go big or never go home when grounded launches on the nintendo switch system april 16th A tale of destruction and renewal unfolds in this return to the Ender Lily's world. This once flourishing country sits atop a wealth of buried magic. Homunculi, artificial life forms created as the country flourished, were meant to bring about a brighter future. As Lilac, you'll reluctantly bond with and journey alongside a homunculus who played a pivotal role in the country's demise. When the magic buried beneath the surface became corrupted, the citizens fled upward to escape its reach. But those who lacked power and wealth remained abandoned below. Damn. Along your journey, you'll battle rampaging homunculi Upon liberating them, the creations will join you on your adventure, becoming your companions and lending their aid. What awaits Lilac and the homunculi at the end of their journey? Like Find out when Ender Magnolia, Bloom in the Mist, launches on Nintendo Switch this year. It's your adventure, your way, in these Nintendo Switch games. Explore an interconnected world of puzzles in this charming adventure. Slide across rows and columns on a sprawling gameplay grid where everything moves when you move. Solve puzzles by venturing out into the wilderness, helping out the townsfolk, and taking down monsters okay. in handcrafted dungeons. 
what awaits you on this curious journey of self-discovery. The world is yours to solve in A Ranger, a role-puzzling adventure, sliding onto Nintendo Switch this summer. Guy Elaine, a young prince on a journey to liberate five nations from the mighty empire's dominion. Customize your troops, form your strategy, then unleash your army on the opposing Xenoiran forces. Your real-time strategy planning will turn the tide of war. During battle, you may get to recruit new allies or be faced with difficult decisions. Atlas and Vanillaware present Unicorn Overlord, launching on Nintendo Switch March 8. A demo will be available today on Nintendo eShop. Originally released on the Nintendo 3DS system, the first Monster Hunter Stories game returns, now fully voiced and in HD. As a writer, you'll be friends. You should do that for Pokemon. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, you should start doing that right now. And then fight alongside monsters in turn-based combat to confront the black blight that plagues the world. Many familiar monsters from across the series are included. Plus, you can browse artwork and listen to music in the newly added museum. Take flight in Monster Hunter Stories, soaring onto the Nintendo Switch system this summer. On a peculiar day, Yen Sid's mischievous mirror lured Mickey Mouse into his workshop. Finding the magic paintbrush, a curious Mickey creates a mess from the weave and becomes trapped in a magical wasteland inhabited by forgotten and rejected characters. The platforming adventure, Epic Mickey, returns in a faithful remake of the beloved classic. Wow. Explore this unusual dimension using the magic brush to shape the world with paint and paint thinner on the path to become an epic hero. Disney Epic Mickey Rebrushed launches on Nintendo Switch this year. Next, please take a look at this. Okay. I'm afraid Tokyo experienced its own peculiar occurrence while you were away. I'll be counting on you to gather more intel on the matter. I suspected to be traveling back and forth between Tokyo and the Netherworld. This yeah. place is definitely dangerous. And that's about all we know right now. Look out! Who are you? Now let's kill this thing. And so we have found it. The key to the resurrection. So what? This is where you prove you can fight? You think you can just fly in and be a hero? If it wasn't for you, my brother would never have been dragged into this war. Revenge, and I'll help you get it. Allow me to remind you how you were wronged by this world.
I'm not a fan. I wouldn't know very much about this, so... Enter or return to this ravaged wasteland and experience an untold story on your adventure. Okay. Let's take a look at some more headlines. Please. Get ready to unite and fight in these Nintendo Switch games. Fight in iconic battles from across the Star Wars galaxy Is in this collection of two classic games. Up to 64 players can strike back against familiar faces in massive online battles. Battles. This collection includes additional playable characters such as Kit Fisto and additional maps like Jabba's Palace. Plus, battle as your favorite heroes or villains in Hero Assault. I feel like it would have been even more cooler if it was remastered and like, you know, the graphics be like done a little bit better. Like, hey, I'm just putting that out there. I'm just... Play as Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, and more on maps including Death Star and Naboo. Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection launches on the Nintendo Switch system March 14th. Pre-orders begin today on Nintendo Wii Shop. Come on, it's a snow day! Come on, butters! Let's go, Stan! Snow day, everyone! Welcome to South Park. As the new kid. Alright, you were on now, new kid. Join Cartman, Stan, and the rest of the gang to save the town in this co-op action game. Choose from a wide range of iconic South Park items and cosmetics to customize your character however you'd like. Once you're set, it's time for battle. Take on an avalanche of enemy factions in solo play or online co-op with up to three friends. Grab your gang and Why head to the fray in South Park Snow Day. Launching on Nintendo oh, Switch three, March so 26th. Pre-orders are available now on Nintendo eShop. It's a snow day, dude! Sharpen your steel for the latest entry in the Sword Art Online series. When the virtual world goes haywire, the past and present collide. Alongside former adversaries and fallen allies, it's up to you to save the world. Experience a whole new single-player story or take the battle online with up to 20 players in co-op play. Sword Art Online Fractured Daydream launches on Nintendo Switch this year. Break, build, and battle your ultimate Gundam in Gundam Breaker 4. Choose from over 250 base kits. Combine and customize their parts to build your very own mobile suit model known as Gunpla. Then put your creation to the test in a variety of combat missions. By defeating enemies and acquiring new parts, you can equip more abilities to craft the ultimate Gunpla. Plus, you can show off your builds and snap picks in the new diorama mode. Prepare for battle when Gundam Breaker 4 launches on the Nintendo Switch this year. Let's get down to monkey business. Oh, wow. The newest entry in the Super Monkey Ball series rolls onto Nintendo Switch. Over 200 brand new stages await with optional motion controls. Using the new Spin Dash move, you can blast over obstacles and create shortcuts to victory. Have a ball with friends and family in four-player local co-op. And... A 
to 16 players can battle online as they tilt their way to be the top banana. Be the first to the finish line in race mode. Grab the falling bananas in Banana Hunt. Team up to take down robots in Robot Smash and more. Get ready to roll, tilt, dash, and party in one appealing adventure when Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble launches exclusively on the Nintendo Switch system June 25th. Pre-orders begin today on Nintendo eShop. Get ready for a good time. It's liquidy. It's solidy. It's goo. Stretch it, shape it, and use it to build strategic structures. In this physics-based puzzler, you can build towers, bridges, and even whatever this is. Your goal is to guide as much goo as possible into a vast global pipe distribution network. But where do the pipes lead? Certainly nowhere sinister. Put your imagination to the test as you build, splash, explode, destroy, fly, and roll your goo to the goal. You'll encounter different types of goo balls with unique properties, including explosive goo, jelly goo, and more. Plus, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch version, you can build with up to three buds in local co-op play. World of Goo 2 launches as a console exclusive on Nintendo Switch May 23rd. Build a life transcending time. Craft your story 1,000 years in the making in a brand new fantasy life game. This once thriving island in the seas of Herbaria now stands deserted. Travel to the island's past to gather resources, then use them to restore the island in the present. You'll start out by assuming one of many different roles called lives. Why not become a miner to collect ore? How about a magician to take down monsters? Or even a carpenter to craft furniture? You can swap between these lives and many more as you rebuild the island. As you travel through time, you'll gradually uncover truths about your new island home. Additionally, up to four players can journey together online, invite friends to the island, and set off to discover the secrets that lie in store. This life is yours no, to live in. Fantasy Life I, The Girl Who Steals Time, launching on Nintendo wow. Switch October 10th. It's time to hunt for, uh, trash? The world these days is dark and mean. Even the water tastes unclean. Need I remind you all how threatening the ocean is outside this reef? Scour the depths of a polluted undersea world in this Souls-like adventure. I, uh... Recently had my shell taken away. If you can go get that treasure there, John, about, I'll gladly trade your shell for it. Protect yourself with whatever you can find, from cans to cardboard, during your hunt to reclaim your prized shell. It would appear the hunt is on, I say. I, I, I've been working my butt off trying. 
trying to get my old life back. But you'll run into a few crabby predators along the way. Perhaps we can work out a deal, little hermit. That church is as good as mine. Use over 60 ability-granting shells and harness powerful umami magic to take down enemies in frenetic deep-sea combat. What other threats lie in the ocean depths? As they say, one crab's trash is another crab's treasure. Launching on Nintendo Switch April 25th. These Nintendo Switch games will have you dashing, dropping, and drilling. Join Penny and Yo-Yo in a brand new 3D platforming adventure from the team that brought you Sonic Mania. Dash, swing, ride, and master the cosmic string in over 40 levels across 11 vibrant worlds, all while outrunning a massive penguin army and a colorful cast of bosses. Feast on power-ups to activate transformations. Help out the denizens during your acrobatic escapades and put your tricks to the test in a time attack mode. Hope you're ready to yo, because Penny's Big Breakaway launches on Nintendo Switch today. Local two-player battles are coming as paid DLC to the fruit-matching phenomenon, Suica Game. Choose from three modes, original, time limit, and attack. Aim for a higher score than your opponent in original mode. Make split-second decisions against the clock in time limit mode. And overwhelm your opponent with bunches of fruit in attack mode. Plus, online multiplayer will be added to the DLC in the future. Get battling when this paid DLC for Suica game drops onto the Nintendo Switch system today. A bundle of the game and DLC is also available today. Gear up for some thrilling drilling in the 2D action platformer, Pepper Grinder. Burrow through terrain. Pulverize enemies in your way. And ride on gnarly vehicles to recover your missing fortune. Pepper Grinder drills its way onto Nintendo Switch March 28th. A demo will be available today on Nintendo eShop. for a fusion of solitaire and horse racing in this remastered version of Pocket Car Jockey. Take cards to create a sequence of numbers and build up power during a race. Check the positions of other horses, spend power to move around the course, and grab special cards to gain the upper hoop. Win events Sorry, to get new horses, then breed them to raise the next generation of ideal steeds. You can even race online against other players. It's off to the races in Pocket Car Jockey Ride On, launching on Nintendo Switch today.
games are available today. You can play them with an active Nintendo Switch Online or Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack membership. Next is our last announcement. Please take a look. Underwater world is yours to explore in an all-new endless ocean game. Welcome to the Veiled Sea, a location known to very few people. This unexplored region changes with each dive, offering new things to discover. Up to 30 players online can plunge into the ocean's depths together. Share your discoveries with other divers. And exchange a friendly greeting while freely exploring the vast ocean. There are over 500 different species of marine life to encounter. Some of them are creatures thought to be extinct, and others may be mythical. What will you find on your undersea journey? Endless Ocean Luminous launches on the Nintendo Switch system May 2nd. Pre-orders begin today on Nintendo eShop. We hope you're looking forward to exploring the vast ocean on Nintendo Switch. That's all for today's Nintendo Direct Partner Showcase. Thank you for watching. further ado i uh, hope you guys enjoyed that video even though it was 20 minutes that felt so long damn that felt so long so long um tell me what your thoughts are until next time ciao Hey guys, how's it going? How you doing? Apparently this is gonna be on Roku original. I hope, I really do hope it's fire. And I'm really surprised that no one else, no other company, especially Disney, you know, well, I'm glad kind of Disney didn't touch this, but like, but they can do Narnia, but pickers and choosers, I don't like them. Um, 
I'm glad someone did it. Well, let me not say that so soon. But it's on Roku channel. It's on Roku. So, it's a Roku original. Hopefully it's fire. Then it seems. And not do the trash garbage. So, we're going to get into it. Let's try to recruit. Favorite childhood book. Those who don't know, you suck ass. You suck ass. Anyway. This is a new beginning. It was in the same era like Goosebumps and Narnia, Twilight, all that nice stuff. Shitty shit. Anyway. Let me start the shit over. This is a new beginning. A fresh start. Welcome to Spiderwick. Whoa. Hopefully you're talking about the... This town is full of stories. Some are darker than others. What kind of creature is lurking inside Spiderwick? Magical creatures are real. How is this happening? The world would be a better place without humans. That's why I'm going to consume them. And I am starring. Find the invisible world. It's the key to save everyone. But we're just kids. That's why you can succeed. Okay, April. Oh, it's okay. I can watch. Okay. Um, it's not terrible. It's a new spin of things. Will they introduce some old characters? Maybe, perhaps. I don't know. Um, it's very interesting. I'm gonna say that. All right, on to the next one. So, next trailer we got is we're gonna watch the video game of Spider Man. And I guess I saw those two outfits. You guys need to fix that shit. Fix that. Anyway. Hey, everybody. I'm Ted Price, president and founder of Insomniac Games. First, thank you to the millions of fans who have already been swinging through the streets of Marvel's New York and I have this morning. Spider Man 2. For us at Insomniac, we've been humbled by the overwhelmingly well. positive response to the game. I played and it we have loved hearing about players' experiences as they've explored the city playing as Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and some other characters I won't mention because, spoilers. Marvel's Spider-Man 2 represents our passion for telling authentic stories to which our fans can relate. Whether we're portraying the challenges Miles... It was crazy when Mary Jane was a symbiote. Spoiler. And she was like... It's always about you, this, that, and the third. This is why you can't pay your mortgage. This is why you can't get a job. I was like, damn, you had to attack my bad Peter. I'm like, who? I mean, I was I was going to say, like, who hurt you? But, like, uh, yeah, anyway. Spaces as he struggles to apply to college while keeping the city safe. Or watching Harry Osborn battle a debilitating disease while making impossible choices. Or cheering on Rio Morales as she continues to stay strong for her son after a devastating loss. Our goal is to provide representation through a diverse, believable cast of characters who collaborate to overcome monumental odds. 
Now to accomplish this, to present these characters in an authentic fashion, it's important for us to have a development team that's representative as well, one that ultimately reflects the diversity of our audience. Now, frankly, we and the industry have a long way to go to achieve this goal, but we're making progress. One of the ways we can help increase diversity in our industry is by partnering with organizations who help underrepresented and low-income youth with an on-ramp to video game development. Therefore, we and Sony Interactive Entertainment, with support from Marvel and Disney, have partnered with GameHeads, a nonprofit organization based in Oakland, California. GameHeads prepares and trains low-income and underrepresented youth for careers in the tech and the video game industry. Students at GameHeads learn how to code, animate, design, manage projects, and work effectively in teams. GameHeads gives these deserving students the skills to open doors that for them have often been closed. Now, how have we partnered? Well, on behalf of Insomniac and Sony... What is that? I am excited to announce a suit pack with two new Spider-Man suits for Marvel's Spider-Man 2. The two suits in the pack have been designed by Gameheads artists. Okay. Will be available I, for you know, I, I'll, let it, I'll let it slide. I'll let, like, it, maybe it's not that bad. It's, it's probably not that bad. It's, it's, it's 80s, 90s, 80s, 70s looks. Why is it just for Peter? Fly suit for Peter? Fresh suit for Miles. Oh, uh, flying fresh suit. Okay, got you, got you. Um, oh, that's if I want that. Okay. I mean, anyway. Purchase $4.99. 100% of the purchase price from the sales of the suit pack in the United States is going to be donated to GameHeads during the first calendar quarter of 2024, up to $1 million, so that they can continue their mission. Now, as you, our fans know, we don't sell suits in our games. But in this case, we have a special opportunity to make a meaningful difference by directly helping underrepresented and disadvantaged youth. Please consider purchasing these suits to benefit you know an incredible charity and take part in making a lasting and positive impact on people's lives. On behalf I'll of do all that. of us at Insomniac Games, I'll PlayStation do that. Studios, and Sony Interactive Entertainment, thank you for your support, and thank you for considering picking up some really cool suits to benefit an important cause. I only do that because, like, I don't know what their life is like, so... Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Anyway, last video, we got Borderlands. Let's hit that. Oh wait. Now. Would you look at that? A ladder! Unfortunately, my design doesn't facilitate this type of- I'm weak. Well, Destiny awaits. Legend has it that there's this massive treasure hidden in some secret vault. It's not bad. For it, you'd better take any help you can get. Because it's on the weirdest, most dangerous dumpster fire of a world in the universe. God, I hate this planet. What is that smell? Pisswash gully. Ew! Put the window up. I don't want it. Roll the window up. It's Pete. It's Pete. Why do you think it's called piss wash? How did it get the name? It's in my mouth! 
This could be like a like a good. What's that movie? How many people have died? Guardian of the Galaxy. Looking for this vibes. We have something they don't, baby girl. Okay. What? Major issues. With your body parts. What did I tell you? Minimal explosions. I said no explosions. Step aside, bitches. Ooh, mine's bigger. What are you doing? I need a gun. So you ask for it. There's only one of you in the world, and you're special. Uh -oh. Kill them all. I feel like this movie might be fired. Like, why not? What's happening right now? I'm expelling the excess lead. I can't go if you're looking at me. Ooh, actually, scrap that. I can. I really can. Actually, it's helping. Are we really ready for this to finish? Keep looking at me. Ew. I'm down for that. What the fuck? Like, this movie goes fire, fire. I can't wait to see the movie. I cannot wait to see the movie. I'm going to do the donation. I'm going to watch the other one. Um, yeah, that was all that. March Madness. If it's not, if it doesn't come out March, that's fine. But um, Avatar Airbender is coming up tomorrow. So all you benders, backbenders, be a fold. Uh, that's it. Until next time. Ciao. Alright, enough of that. Anyway, hey guys, how you been doing? I'm ready to get on this fan fest because I just saw some things that might be interesting coming to you this year. March Madness, like I said. Oh yeah. Further ado, if you guys are new, we're gonna get into it. Hey everybody, welcome! You're watching IGN FanFest 2024, a celebration of all things pop culture. But coming up, we're going to focus exclusively on a whole bunch of video games. What sort of video games? All kinds of video games. Whether you're interested in games about catching fish, or getting abducted by aliens, or power washing stuff, or just, you know, committing murder, we've got you covered. Speaking of committing murder, here's a look at what good old Agent 47 is up to next in Hitman World of Assassination. I'll give you a hint, it involves assassination. Take a look. Okay, okay. See if things cooking. Your target is Mark Faber, also known as the Undying, a disgraced former MI5 operative currently working as a freelance assassin. Faber has been confirmed killed by ICA agents more than a dozen times. On every occasion, he's managed to come back from the dead. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. Who knows? It's a freeze. 
Fajnie. To be entirely honest, this one's a bit of an embarrassment. Please make sure he doesn't come back again. Not only is Akira Toriyama the creator of Dragon Ball, but he's a prolific manga writer, creating over 40 manga series. One such series was Sandland, a manga about a desert world inhabited by survivors looking for water. Think Mad Max by way of Dragon Ball. For reasons that still aren't okay. super clear to me, though you'll hear no objections, Sandland is back in a big way. Not only is an anime adaptation premiering later this year, but Bandai Namco is getting ready to release a full Sandland video game, and IGN got a chance to play an exclusive preview for FanFest, and found a delightful throwback to a bygone era of anime game, with extra enjoyment That's for longtime cool. Toriyama fans. But I'm about to go and play some One aspect of Toriyama's game that often goes unheralded Hell is his brilliance too. as a designer. One me. look at his steampunky circular car and airplane designs and you know instantly who drew them. Vehicle design is clearly a passion for Toriyama, having drawn everything from hovercrafts, airplanes, spaceships, to Toriyama-fied cars. His trademark machines have appeared in every one of his series, from Dragon Ball to Dr. Slump. Sandland finally put me in the cockpit of these wonderful vehicles, and it was a dream come true. My hands-on preview began with our hero, Beelzebub, in need of the right vehicle, a recurring element in my preview, to get across some quicksand. To do so, he enlists the help of a new character, a brilliant mechanic named Anne, who says she can get Beelzebub and the crew across quicksand on her bike. Unfortunately, she lost her bike during a chase, and now the gang has to go and retrieve it in an area called Talbo. Sandland okay. is at its heart an open-world adventure game about Beelzebub and all the cool vehicles he can pilot. The main mode of transportation is a customizable tank that can traverse the stands and blast away enemies. And yes, it utilizes classic tank controls for that extra hit of nostalgia. But as we learn while trying to retrieve Anne's bike, Beelzebub can swap between several different vehicles in an instant. Once we discover that some flying creature have stolen Anne's bike and taken it to their lair up in the mountains, we switch to jump bot a walker with the ability to, well, jump. Whereas the tank is meant to be a sort of slow but all-purpose vehicle designed for combat, the jump bot is specifically designed for the kind of platforming areas I saw in Talbo. The jump bot can leap vertically to scale the tall mountain, as well as hop over some tricky ledges. Once we reach the monster's lair, it's back to the tank to blast away at the flying creature. Okay. Maneuvering around while firing the tank's cannon takes a bit of a learning curve. Though my preview started partway through the game, you might be spared said learning curve through a tutorial and or the practice gained in the early part of the game. Nevertheless, the controls are intuitive enough for anyone who grew up playing old PlayStation games. So okay. taking down the flying monster was no problem. I don't like that noise. The second part of okay. my preview was where the vehicle customization truly shines. That's why I thought it was. As you get further into Sandland, Anne's workshop will open up, allowing you to fully customize not only your but tank, we but a variety trailers. of other vehicles Beelzebub has access oh, to in Sandland. Focusing primarily thing. on my tank, I was able to pick and choose different weapons, sub-weapons, threads, and other kinds of accessories to build my personal Sandland destruction machine. I mostly went with Aesthetic this time, but I did opt for a rocket launcher okay. weapon that I got to try out later in my demo to great effect. Let's check this out. But customization doesn't stop there. Because once you have your loadout it's picked not up, you can go next door to give your ride a custom mean? paint job with a variety of colors and decals the to choose from. Now? Like I said, if you're a fan of Toriyama's unique vehicle designs, Sandland will let you fully geek out. 
The second half of the demo was dedicated to some of the side activities Beelzebub can take on. There are side missions where Beelzebub can accept bounties on some high-profile targets. More on that in a bit. As well as races where you can take your newly customized ride for a true test. With three different race difficulties to choose from, each changing the course in some way, you can test your ride against enemy riders and time itself. There are other and side activities Beelzebub can take on in Sandland, one of which is accepting bounties for tough enemies roaming the desert. I took my newly customized tank out to try and nab some of these bad guys and found that my new missile launcher equipped tank was more than enough to take on some of these bad guys in the blink of an eye. One final note is that even with my limited hands-on time, Sandland is shaping up to be massive. If it weren't for some of the time constraints, I wouldn't have used the fast travel feature to get from place to place, and instead, I would have loved to have taken my sweet time to take in the sights. Mm. Alas, I'll have to wait until I get my hands on the full game. Sandland's Transmedia Returns is a true surprise so far. Honestly, I haven't thought about it since reading it in a copy of Shonen Jump over 20 years ago. And here it is in a brand new game, and even a new anime. For fans of classic PS2 era anime games, there's a lot to be excited about in Sandland even without knowing okay. anything about the series. However, Sandland really feels like a love letter to Akira Toriyama fans. I'm talking about the Dr. Slump and early Dragon Ball fans. There are dozens of amazing Dragon Ball games you can play right now, but if you're a classic manga fan and someone who's loved the Toriyama art style and world building, be sure to check out Sandland when it hits consoles and PC oh, on April 26th. That's oh, been our God. exclusive preview of Sandland for IGN fan but, I mean, For I'm more sure, from this you know, week's show, were, check you know, out fan, IGN. I mean, I, was a, I am a fan of the early drawings, but... That was a look at Sandland right cool. here on IGN FanFest 2024. That game is based on a manga by Dragon Ball creator Akira Toriyama. Sandland manga is great, but it's also really short. The entire series can be collected in one volume. Apparently Toriyama was planning on making a series involving a tank, but then quickly realized enough. how hard it is to draw tanks and just kind of called it quits. Seriously, that's not a joke. You can look it up. Anyway, our next game also has a major emphasis on tanks of a different kind. Here's a look at something very big that's about to make a splash in Dave the Diver. I don't want to be like that. I refuse. Dave the Diver. Jump ahead a little bit, shall we? And right. see what our friends Jot and Thrash are up to in their quest to cause a little trouble for mean old hunger. Oh wow! It's that voice actor. I can't believe that's him. Ah, so I, I 
heroes have made it to the mountainside. A bit further than I expected, perhaps. How about this man get a pay? And it seems our bunny friends know where Jot and Thrash can get a pass inside. It seems like But it might take a bit of adventuring to find it. Oh, wow. Okay. But there you go, Jot. He seems to have found it. And found a bit of trouble. So as this well. game just pop in and pop out. I'll be looking at the same thing, but like we doing this. Well, this is a bit of a mess, isn't it? Time to use your smarts and work out the problem a little bit at a time. Oftentimes, the solution just slides right into place. That's pretty cool. It looks like Jot and Thrash were triumphant once sure again, a, a and continue their quest ahead. But who knows what's on the next page for mm. the plucky squire? Hello, we made a game together with our friends, and it's called Harold Halibut. Ah. Uh, hello, uh, how are you, uh, um... I'm Harold Halibut, sir. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you are. Harold Halibut is a narrative game about life and friendship on a city-sized spaceship that crash-landed on an alien water planet. You help your scientist boss, Jean Marot, to figure out how to find a new, drier home. The game begins with Harold's mundane day-to-day but mysterious events and a fateful encounter lead down a rabbit hole to a psychedelic new realm. What part does the dubious Allwater Corporation play in all of it? Who are the mysterious light keepers? And why the tube fares keep going up? Explore away from the start and get around via water slide tube system which connects the different districts of the Fedora One. You are able to openly travel between the various parts of the station. 
You seem to have waylaid your PDA. Ah, thanks, Professor. You can keep track of the tasks and messages you get from other characters on a wonky handheld computer. It comes bundled with a notebook where Harold recaps the story in the form of crude little drawings. It was important for us to not only focus on the increasingly exciting main storyline, but to create a world full of interesting events and meaningful encounters. Hmm. Woven into the narrative, you'll find playful interactions like playing music to space bacteria, fixing a broken 3D printer, or having wow. a party! We made everything in the game by hand, sculpted from clay, carved from wood, painted with paint, but then we 3D scan it all, and in the end, you can walk around as Harold and hang nice. out with the inhabitants of the Fedora One. It's been more than 10 years since we started this project, Ten? and we can't wait to finally release it within the next couple of months. You can already play a demo of the game and wishlist it on Steam. Thank you. Hmm. That was a look at Harold Halibut, a handcrafted stop-motion game that's been in the works for over a decade. But hey, clay ages well. I mean, the kind that they use for stop-motion does. A lot of clay gets really hard and people use it to make pots and ashtrays and stuff like that. Anyway, speaking of stuff that ages well, here's a look at a couple classics from the 8 and 16-bit era that are getting some re-releases courtesy of Konami. Take a look. Okay. Is that the game everybody's gonna play, or is there... I don't think it's a remake, I think this is the actual game. I thought I was gonna see like a remix to this or something like that.
Raiden? Guy named Raiden or something? F? Oh wow. It's more of a retro game. Wait, what was the letter? Is F I V or no N? You know what? I don't know. Oh, five O. Okay, Ninja Five O. Okay. Nice. Carbon Engine. Okay, what's the next one? The retro game? I'm weak. Are they just coming out with more retro games? Is, is that their plan? I mean, I'm not against it. I, I like retro games. Gaming. Is this also a game I've never heard of, or is this actually? Oh, this I've I've I never played this. I, I never heard of this game before. I just wasn't exposed to this. That's, that's pretty cool. Because I was going to say, like, is this a, a game they just made new and I never heard of? Or has this already been out and just been out for a while? I'm like, which one is it? And it's been out for a while. What's this? I've been lucky that so far in my career I've always managed to work on stuff that I want to do. Experience which is just makes you smile, which yeah, gives you that buzz, which just makes you feel good. Jeff is one of the true originals in gaming. Like, there's no one else like him. The first time I loaded up Revenge of the Mutant Camels, and I was like, what the hell is this? Am I being chased by an umbrella? Everyone else was just a company or product, and Jeff was Jeff. What he makes is him. Oh, wow. I'm lying in my bedroom in the dark and listening to Pink Floyd. And in my head, I would imagine like sort of abstract geometric shapes. And so I came up with this like 1K program, which I, I called Psychedelia. Does this work? I think it works. Maybe people don't agree with me, but at least I tried. Tempest 2000, that was the flagship game. That was the killer app. Oh, wow. He's an artist that just gets more and more powerful. Now, I want to enjoy what I do. I want to feel happy with the things that I've made, and I want to make the things that I want to play with. Hmm. March 13th. Like I said, March Madness. Well, a couple like... of actual throwbacks, some Konami classics, and a collection of work from the prolific English game dev, Jeff Minter. Up next, we've got a game that seems retro, but isn't. It's a brand new game based on the retro-futuristic cult classic 2015 film, Turbo Kid. Take a look. Turbo Oh, come on. I mean, I get it, though. 
I feel like that can be a little addicting. Next game. Witness. Imperial engines adorned in filth. A testament to their glory. Yet the machine spirits yearn for reawakening. Get this out of my face. In the likeness of the Omnissiah. Like Purity. Cool. It is an honor to serve. These triumphant vessels, our tool, the Mark II, adversary. Dirt. An act performed in dutiful veneration of the Omnissiah carries glory, whether by power armor yes. or power the dirt. Yes, the canticles of restoration must be performed. Our purpose is true. This is someone who likes to clean. I swear to God. <laughs> Where is that servitor with my blessed incense? You know, I think we need a power wash simulator prequel where you try every means of cleaning possible before hiring the power washing company. You start out with like a wet paper towel, you work your way up to a Brillo pad, maybe you get like magic eraser DLC. Actually, I think at that point you're probably just better off cleaning your house for real. And video games are supposed to be about escapism. Speaking of which, next up we got a look at an action RPG that lets you escape to a fantastical open world to wage war against an army of the undead. Here is Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. The what now? Mm. Give me a God of War vibes of blackness. Final destination? I mean, fantasy? Is it me, or do those statues look like you? They were probably inspired by one of my visits. 
the creature talks to the above when the great below got too much to bear. I would say, like, change the weapon to a circle? Nah, I can't think about it. Mm, a circle? Maybe? Nah, who knows? I am so sorry for the lag. Welcome to Wild Bastards, an upcoming strategy shooter with multiple layers of gameplay. I'm, so I'm Dean from Blue Man so Shoe, and I'm going to give you a first look at a typical gameplay session of Wild Bastards. So let's go with Preach, Rawhide, and Billy. Here we are on the planet. And we can see okay. that Rawhide isn't that far off, but we also need to think about the loot that we can gather while we're down here. The key to combat in Wild Bastards is actually the ability to swap between your outlaws during the showdown. You can see I have started as Billy, but when I need to, I can swap to Preach to utilize their weapon and stunt. Let's take out that barrel. Less cover will make it harder for them to get the drop on me. This game features an array of mods and pickups to help during combat, including this invulnerability pickup I grabbed earlier. Okay. Invulnerability is really helping me clear out the stronghold. Getting in and flushing them out since they were all hunkered down behind cover when I approached. The planets we visit in Wild Bastards feature day-night cycles, so now I get to make the most of the cover of darkness. This shielded enemy is a yellow belly. Luckily, my other outlaw, Rawhide, has a sonic rifle that can shoot right through. Since it is night, spotting enemies will be harder. No. Luckily, my helpful coyotes are going to help go after these enemies. That is, if I don't shoot them too. That's wild. You, gotta, you can't see that? Another yellow belly, so Rawhide's turn. Great, so here's some juice I can use for my outlaw's stunt. This is a unique ability each outlaw has. For Rawhide, I get more coyote allies. Time to go up and hopefully catch them by surprise. Hey, man! Outlawed rounds. 
So these are a seriously mm. good mod. I like the idea of burst on Preacher's Gatling gun, so let's give her the rounds. I don't know how to feel about this. Let's see no one got injured, but all, okay. all three of our outlaws are tired. That means I'm going to I'm try and rest them too. for the next planet. A like great haul of loot, though. Let's unpack these aces now. Okay. So, me... or a cloud of ink. Video or join our Discord to find okay. out more. Thanks so much for watching. Yeah. Discord to find out more. That was a look at Wild Bastards, which certainly looks wild, though I can't personally speak to the lineage or character of its protagonist. If that wasn't wild enough for you, well, good news, we've got an even wilder, longer, and less legitimate trailer up on YouTube and IGN. Up next, a psychedelic candy-coated indie shooter running on Unreal 5. Have a look. Okay. You are no longer an individual of flesh and blood. You are to be the front lines of the revolution. Oh, wow. Spread love. Basically, that's all I gotta say. Psychedelic mushrooms, like wild. Wow. Is this what they are on? 
to say. Interesting. That's all I'm going to say. And that, dear viewers, was Dome King Cabbage, a trip-hop-infused visual novel about a cloud person having an existential crisis on their way to a job interview because they realize they're living in a monster-collecting JRPG. And really, I think we can all relate. As much as it pains me to say so, it is time for me to go away. But don't worry, because there's still plenty more FanFest to come, and as a parting gift, I have two more more trailers for you to Forever Winter, a horribly depressing thing to think about in mid-February, but a pretty cool-looking video game, and then arguably our most controversial game of FanFest, the newest addition to the Contra universe. Controversial. Operation Galuga. Take a look. Galuga? Let's get this one out of the way. Because I thought this one was going to show Spider-Man in the other game. Because there's an update, you know, and then Borderlands, and then other things, so I'm gonna do that one separate. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see this one though. I think we're gonna end this one a little sooner. So we're gonna hit that button and we're gonna watch the other ones.